0: this is Sharon Scott, and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. This is the introductory podcast, really, for a a whole group of podcasts that are meant to encourage you. And I'm hoping and praying that that's exactly what happens. I'm going to try to keep them relatively short. I was originally going to be recording a bunch of messages, but you know, um, I think what I'll do is just talk to you about the heart of the message. And if you look, if you really want to see the messages, you can go to YouTube and you can watch our videos. Our channel is under Waltz and Sharon Scott, or you can look under Let Go and Soar Ministries. And there's about 200 videos there. Over, actually, over 200 videos there. Um, we videotape a weekly message uh, right here on our property. We have a building and we have, you know, sound system set up and camera etc etc and uh, God has blessed us and asked us to do this so if you want to watch our messages feel free to to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel we'd love to see you so today I just want to talk to you about dreaming Um, you know right now we're in the middle of this pandemic this COVID-19 thing and a lot of us are sheltered at home we're sheltered in place My husband has not been well, and I've been very, very careful. And yeah, we're both over 65. He's 73. I am 65 and a half, (laughs) almost. But um, we're just being super careful, which means you have to be creative about the time you spend at home, right? Well, you don't normally spend this much time at home. So, what are you going to do to keep your self-sane, and keep from, you know, biting your spouse's arm off, so, (laughs) or face. Um, So one of the things that I've been thinking about is, uh, and by the way, we're always busy. We, except for in the afternoons, we do take time off, and we sit, and we rest, and Walt plays um, solitaire on his computer. I usually will get on Facebook and chat with people at that time, and, or read a book, Um, although my eyes are giving me some problems right now, so it's it's easier for me to get on an electronic device so I can expand the typeface a little bit. I'm supposed to have eye surgery, but that's considered elective, and they put it off. Anyway, so let's get back to the topic today. It's about dreaming, and dreaming big. And I just want to share with you that I lost my ability to dream. You now we're talking, well they used to call them daydreams, but also dreams at night. But for the most part, what we're talking about today is daydreams. And I lost my ability to dream. You know, when somebody says, what's your dream? I, I, there's this big vacant space. You know, you could probably see it in my eyes if you looked at me. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And if somebody says, what do you hope for? Well, I don't know that I can ask, answer that either. Um, I can now. I've done work, but I still need to do more work. But dreaming and hoping are companions. They work together. So I, my inability to dream actually came from, and it does for a lot of people, having some pretty nasty experiences when I was a child. Um, I had six brothers. Of course they were nasty to me, you know, telling me how stupid I was and made fun of me when I tried to do my hair and makeup and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm not having a pity party. I'm just telling you what happens is your family and the people who are important to you can actually kill your ability to dream. Um, when you are experiencing so much negativity in your life. For instance, I was married for 22 years to somebody who was just had a very negative attitude um, and was consistently disappointing me by breaking promises, Um, even covenant. There was no covenant. But anyway, I have found that in children, um, they usually believe what you say about them. Little children usually believe what you say about them. So be very careful how you for, form your words uh, to a child, especially if they're asking you for something that you can't give them. For instance, if, you, uh, if you're a child and you ask a family member or a friend or somebody to take you to Disneyland, and they say, Oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, let's do that. Well, the child to the child is written in concrete, right? So say you're a parent, and the, the family is split, and the child lives with one parent, and the other parent is the one that, that promised to take him to Disneyland. See, if you say yes to a child, that is a promise, okay, and to a lot of people, not, not just children. But say the person never calls back. Or calls back late and says, oh, you know what, I'm really sorry. And it starts making up a bunch of excuses. To a child, they perceive those excuses as, okay, all that stuff is more important to you than I am. It's a disappointment. And when that happens over and over again, you have an adult who can't see past hope. They can't even get to the point of hope. So they accept less than. So they never get their hopes up, which is a phrase that we learn, right? Don't get your hopes up. Um, And and we hear that, you know, don't get your hopes up. Even, and especially in a situation like I was in. So say your dad tells you he's going to do this for you. And I would venture to say, I probably did say, well, don't get your hopes up. I would like to think I didn't, but I can't really honestly say that I never did. Um, Because after a while you become jaded. Now, that child grows up and say they're looking for a job. Well, you take whatever job comes your way, right, without considering if it's right for you or whether you think it's going to get you anywhere. Um, You settle for whatever life brings your way, and you don't push the boss for—you don't know how to think forward, like look for or talk to the boss about a promotion or you, you don't want to rock the boat, right? So it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap of the enemy and we just have to break its hold. So really it's good to think about when did your dreams die if you're in this situation or when did your dreams get put on a hold? Think about it. How long has it been since you dreamed really big? You dared to dream really big. Remember in Jeremiah 29, 11, what does God say? He says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Let me see. I'm not reading this, so I got to be careful. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans for a hope and a future. After that, he says, um, "Pray to, uh, to." let's see. If I remember correctly, he said, seek me. And you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. That's so key to this, folks. <clears throat> it's, it's different from wishful thinking. Wishing is powerless. Remember, we talked about that. And hope is powerful. It's not daydreaming about what we could or should have done. It's living in God's right now. And what if? Not in the enemies. What did you do? And you're never going to do that. So I want to encourage you to dream big, bold, faith-filled dreams for your own life. So I'm going to spout out some scriptures here. I'm not going to read them, but look up Ephesians 3.20. Um, I know it seems easier said than done to just dream big, bold promises and big, bold hope for your life. But what will help you is to get into the Word. Um, if, you, if you need a little exercise to get to the point where you can do this you might want to write a little list of things that you n- want to accomplish during the day Okay, your goal needs to not be to finish the list your goal needs to be to finish things on the list well now I'm going to repeat that because I don't want you to, to misunderstand what I'm saying your goal is not to complete the list today Your goal is to complete the things on the list well. Does that make sense? So the reason for that is when you complete your goal and you look back on it, you don't want to think about the list, the things on the list that you didn't get done. You think about the things on the list that you either crossed off or checked off and say, I did it and I did it well Keep doing that. Put it in a place like on their fridge or bathroom mirror or whatever. Any place where you know you're going to run into it. Okay. And look at it and go, whoa, I got some things done today that I wanted to do. Maybe planting flowers. And these are not necessarily, and I want to encourage you not to make it your list of chores. Unless you really enjoy doing these things. <laughs> I do have a friend who loves to clean her house. Okay. But I love her. Yeah, I said, come on over any time. So your goal is to see your dreams come true. Now, I want you to say that with me. My goal is to see my dreams come true. Say it again. My goal is to see my dreams come true. So did that make you squirm? Um, Do you feel like you have to qualify it or validate it in any way? Well, what I want to encourage you is make sure that your hopes and your dreams are Christ-centered. They need to be about Jesus. God tells us in His Word to pray at all times about all things, right? Ephesians 6.18. I'm just going to throw these out there for you. You need to read them on your own. Luke 8.1. He cares. His Word also tells us we ha- this. this just blows me away. This one... We have the mind of Christ, folks. Read 1 Corinthians 2.16. We have the mind of Christ. What have we been doing with it? Oh, my goodness. And we share in his divine nature. It says that. Read 1 Peter 1.4, right? Oh, my goodness. What have we been doing with it? So what this means, what I'm telling you is the closer you draw to God, the more we know his heart. The closer we draw to him, the more we long to please him, and the less we think as the world thinks. So our dreams are going to be shaped by our love for the Father, right? Okay. So setting those daily goals, what that does is gives you little victories, right? I want to plan You know what I'd really like to do? I really want to take a walk today. Or what I'd really like to do, I want to plant flowers in the front planter. Or what I'd really like to do today is paint my fingernails. Or take a bubble bath do you, you understand where I'm going with this It's not a list of chores it's a list of things that you want to do for you and yeah it may sound it may sound selfish, but it's not your goal is to actually learn, learn who you really are and what really matters to you So when you have a list of things and you're able to cross even one of them off the list at the end of the day, you have had a victory you have completed a goal, you have completed something that you were hoping you could do, and it has been done. So, and if something has kept you from doing it, then start it tomorrow. Did you get distracted? Well, then start it tomorrow. You know, it, it, for whatever reason, just concentrate on your little victories. Give yourself little victories every day, and beginning, you will begin, a. sorry about that, you and See, I get excited. I can't talk. Um, what you're going to see is you're going to begin a pattern of behaviors that you will see that when you decide that you're going to do something, that you can do it. Okay, you'll see that you're good at organizing and completing tasks. You realize that you're capable of doing something you want to do, and you'll see it is possible to accomplish a goal, whether it's big or small. So this helps you to dream In other words, okay, so I know I can get this done, right, because I've gotten those things done. So our dream right now, I'll share with you, is to build a, uh, it's not a homeless shelter. It is a transition home in Trinity County. And what we're going to do is provide a place for homeless people to come and get help to overcome the roadblocks that have kept them homeless, and we're going to speak life into them and say, hey, this is what you're really good at. Let's explore this, and let's see if we can't help you find a position where you can actually accomplish this, because we believe that this is what God put inside of you to do. So if we had not dreamt big, if we couldn't dream big, we would not be able to feed 250 people free of charge at Thanksgiving. We've been doing that for several years now. And it's not us, folks. We had the dream. God helped us fulfill it. We believed in his what if. And most dreams, big dreams, involve other people. And God never meant for us to be totally self-sufficient. No, None of us is an island, so we need each other. We know that right now because we are in isolation. And when you see somebody that you kind of used to walk by and go, Hey, hey, uh, how are you doing? But now you see them you're going, Oh, my gosh, it's so good to see you, right? So anyway, we need each other. So at the end of this whole thing, what I would like for you to take away is just dream big. But before you dream big, pray big. Then dream big. And then ask God to give you His wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of His will for you and for your dreams. Ask for the fruits of the Spirit Especially the last one. Who knows what that is, right? Self-discipline. No! (laughs) I believe that we can overcome the stronghold of the enemy who has been keeping us from dreaming, or even trying to dream, by doing exactly that. Praying and dreaming. And then as I like to say a lot, let's just see what God does with that. Now, in closing, I want to say our ministry has a motto. And some people don't know this, but some people do. We have t-shirts that say, God won't drive a parked car. It's your job to dream. And it's your job to dream big. And it's your job to pray big. In order to dream big, you have to ask God for big things. But you have to do it. So you do your job. And let's just see what God does with that. So thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you have. I will be recording another one, oh, I don't know, in a short period of time. I know I have to work on my book. Uh, The name of the book, by the way, is called The Apple and the Bride. And it is a workbook that will be tied in with YouTube. I will have videos, interactive uh, chats on Messenger. We have a Facebook page for the Apple and the Bride. Um, and I have a podcast. I'm actually developing the book right now, and I talk about that whole process, and I kind of give you hints as to what's going on in each chapter in each segment and section, excuse me. So thank you again for listening. I feel very valued that you did. And I pray and hope that you are blessed today. Now sit down and write a couple of, of hope lists for yourself. Little things that you can do or big things that you want to accomplish that will set you in line with God's plan for you. God bless you. And if you're listening to this, I love you. Not because you're listening, but because you're a child of God. Bye-bye now.